Hey, Marlboro Softball, Scott Sadenberg here. Another episode of Marlboro Softball Talk. It's Mother's Day weekend. I know there is rain in the forecast. It's going to rain on Saturday, and it's also going to rain on Sunday. But I just checked the weather, and the rain looks like it's going to hold off until Sunday late afternoon at the earliest. It doesn't say rain in the morning. It doesn't start until like 4 o'clock. And the rain on Saturday is going to stop at like 7. So I think we're good. No washout, please. Let's get the softball games in and then spend the rest of the day showing some love to all the moms out there. Now let's talk a little softball with my featured guest this week, Fred Lugos. All right, Freddie, first, tell me about your team. How you feeling after three games? Uh, I like our team. Um, we got some injuries we're battling through, but uh, for the most part, um, I think we're okay. We're still working on some guys playing some defensive positions and moving them around, but uh, we have a lot of flexibility, so that's a good thing. Is that something that Wallman does? He did it last year, too, juggling around the defensive positions. Uh, I think just Todd is more or less just, you know, we worked through the first couple of weeks of the season just trying to get guys comfortable. Um, you know, we move Matt around a little bit, and Dan Jr. is really flexible for us. I mean, he can play infield, outfield. So he helps us a lot. And JY was a little banged up the first couple of weeks. So he wasn't there. And um, so, I mean, Todd just moves guys around to see if they can, you know, just get guys comfortable in positions. Um, but he does a pretty good job with that. Yeah. And listen, do it now early in the season before you hit the stretch. And then obviously you want to be 100% ready when you get to the playoffs. So you're two and one. You feel good about your team. But let's look around the league right now. Is there anybody, any team or any player that comes to your mind that stands out as the biggest surprise so far through three games? Uh, I I think the Santa Marita kid, it, it seems like he kind of figured it out a little bit quicker than I was expecting. Um, I know he was a, I mean, the kid's a great outfielder, but um, supposedly he's added a lot of power um, to his bat, so... I think for him, for Frank, you know, that was a, a solid pick, you know, because I know a couple teams passed on him that could have had him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and the kid supposedly hit two bombs on uh, on Sunday against Greg, which is not, you know, surprising. Greg just serves him up. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I think San Marita's won. Um, the team that really has, I think, for me watching is uh, Lombardi's team has a lot of speed on his team, um, which is very difficult to to handle, especially with sixty foot bases. So yeah, you start off you start off with the Blackburns. You're already the fastest team in the league. Yeah, and the new the new better nicer JY is uh, supposed to be real fast too. So I think his team has a lot of speed and and Jim. Jim's a great pitcher, man. He, he just pounds the strike zone. So um, I, I think their team overall is, is pretty good. But I haven't really seen anybody that's been, you know, I've watched a lot of games. I haven't seen any team that's been like, wow, you know, these guys are great. I think I liked your team a lot. I liked your infield a lot, um, especially with your with Meyer and Fazino. And I know Brian hasn't really played that well defensively, but and DK and Ed. Um, so your 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 infield um, is you know hard to find hits on, but you know for the most part, I really haven't seen anybody that's really shocked me. Were you 
surprised by the Pingaro shutout of LaRocca. Now, you've seen AJ up close more than a lot of people in this league, and, and watching that game you know, firsthand on Sunday, he, did a, he, he was toying with batters. It was just absolutely ridiculous. But I would think that LaRocca would scratch across one run. I mean, getting shut out is just wow. Yeah, AJ's good. Um, I mean, obviously, he's on the tournament team for a reason. And, you know, we added him late. As we were doing the tournament team, he was our late addition because I just felt like he was a guy we needed to have. But, I mean, he's still throwing underhand. So, you know, he's not throwing 92 on the block. These guys got to get a hit, you know. Painting corners, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe if uh, Saglietto spends a little less time in the bar on Saturday nights and a little more time sleeping in his bed, he'll uh, he could get some hits. That Pingaro team is good, man. Defensively, they're very sound. There's there's no surprise to me why they're three and zero. Maybe surprise to Mitch Pollock, who didn't put him on the power rankings, but uh, no surprise to me that they're three and zero. Well, I, I think for the Pingaro with AJ, the, the thing with AJ is. A lot of guys in this league don't have never seen someone pitch like AJ does. That's the difference. I mean, yeah, he's throwing it underhand, but AJ pitches. He throws a knuckleball. He throws a curveball. He works the front of the plate. He works the back of the plate. You know, there's not a lot of guys in this league, you know, three or four off the top of my head that do that, you know, and, and AJ's new and, but, and AJ's really good up the middle too. I mean, I heard that a couple balls, you know, he just made plays on on Sunday also. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's uh, when you have someone that can pound the strike zone, pound the strike zone and make plays, you know, it's a big difference. Yeah, and, and ignore that record. LaRocca's team is very, very good. Forget about the one and two record. They are one of the top teams. I think they're a top three team uh, in the league this year. Speaking of records and to whether you want to ignore them or not, um, Goldfarb 0-3 with the talent that they have, that surprises me. And that Faris team, watching them play, you know, because they've had a lot of primetime games through the first couple of games of the season, they're a lot better than that 0-4 record. Yeah, I think for Faris, that that decision to play DeMarco on that Wednesday night to move his game up, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to play DeMarco back-to-back games on Union Hill. That's just a bad move. Um, so, I mean, coaching, I thought that was a terrible move, and just watching his team, I've watched him play last week, and I watched him play on the video that Doug does. Uh, I personally think he doesn't have his team set up defensively the right way, but and I told him that. I told Freese that last Sunday. But, um, you know, for me, playing Jessica in the middle of the infield is just stupid. The guy's just a lockdown third baseman. Mm. He doesn't miss anything over there. And for me, you know, I'm, I I think he at times he had Apple playing third base, and Apple's terrible. I mean, he just stinks. He can't play Apple at third base. Not at third. Jusko wants no. to play second, though. Jusko doesn't want to play third. He would rather play up. Nah, I know, but sometimes you got to say what's best for your team, and I just think for for, for Reese, having if you can play the kid Rosenthal at shortstop and just got third and moved Sandler to the outfield. Who's, you know, he's very capable of playing a good outfield. Yep. Then you have a lock, you have a lockdown left side of the infield, you know? And then for this league, a lot of hitters in this league are one dimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a lot of guys, you know, you're going to get a lot of righties that pull the ball, you know, just, just lock down the left side of your infield and, and go from there. What do you think about Steinberg's chances of going back to back 
that you know the top is the same top that they had last year, and they're still as good as they were last year. Those four guys. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the Fox pickup last year was huge for them. I, I thought that guy was a really good pitcher. Um, you know, he worked the height a lot, and I, I thought he was good for their team. But, it, you know, it's difficult to go back-to-back in this league. I mean, the Bowman Blitz is obviously, you know, solid one-two pick up the middle. And it uh, looks like Richie's been hitting the ball pretty well, so yeah, that's, a, that's a bonus. Yeah, so if those guys can hit it, you know, the thing with the bomb blitz, they got to hit a little bit better than 450, 500. You know, I, I, they got to hit somewhere close to 600. You know, they're a one, two. There's no reason why they shouldn't. If you're a first, so, if you're a first round pick, you have to bat over 600. You're hurting your team if you don't. Absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, you got to hit, you got to have a bad year and hit 600, you know, yeah. low 600. Mm-hmm. You really do. So. But I agree with that. But, I, you know, Evans, you know, he's got a solid team. They're off to a good start, so yeah, I don't see any issues there. All right, let's talk about the games for this weekend. Uh, let's start with uh, your team, your game this weekend. Uh, I believe it is against Harris, and that game is at the middle school. How do you see yourselves yeah. matching up with Harris? Well, we're a little banged up. Uh, I think Ralph is pitching for us this weekend. But, uh Clamp's got a bad foot, so but we'll make it work. No excuses. We'll do the go out there and try to win. You know, Harris's team has been playing well. That guy Wagreach has really been a a great player for he them. Is Good not, pick in the is, seventh he is round. Not a seven. That kid's a four. No, he's a four. no. When I when I saw him at the tryout, I immediately jumped off the page when he was hitting balls to right center field and right field. He bombed. You, know, you can one. tell he the guy one overall right. Uh our right fielder's head for a triple bombed it at the swim club. It was, I was like, what the, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's cool yeah, for them. Yeah. Yeah. There was a steal of a pick there for Bobby. So, I mean, uh, and chef's holding it together with bubble gum and duct tape. So, you know, and he's having a good start to the season, but we'll see, you know, we'll, we're a good team regardless if we have clamp or don't have clamp. Yeah. It's a, that, that feels so tough we'll, too. That's a, that's a 2017 game waiting to happen. Yeah, it's a high scoring field. Always is. You just the ball just the ball rolls. It takes weird hops in that outfield. It's you take a bad angle to that ball in the outfield, you're turning a single into a home run. And a lot of guys uh, will write that in the book as a home run as opposed to a single with an error. But yeah. it's Marlboro soft. Yeah, that's the that's the one thing about playing on that field is for me, like when I'm playing the outfield, I don't try to be too aggressive because you know, you never know where the ball's going to bounce over your glove or not. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go through the rest of the schedule, okay? We got Marone got taking it. on Pollock. That game, that's the early game at the Swim Club. What do you think about that one? I like Marone there. Mitch's team is, uh, I don't know, I think this might be one of those down years for Mitch's team. You know, they haven't scored many runs the last, I think they played three games, and they scored, what, two runs, three, two runs, two runs, and six runs or seven runs? Yeah, something like that, yep. Yeah, they haven't scored a lot of runs. And, you know, I like Martino as a great player and, you know, Val's, you know, a hitter. But, you know, you know, Val doesn't scare you at the plate. He's just a singles hitter. So, and I, I, I don't like the way they have their lineup set up. I think they had, like, rolling bat in second. You know, I would just roll it with Val and Martino and the Pollocks and then go from there. I think they got screwed by the ratings this year. Yeah, the rating finally hurt them, yeah. Because I understand that the idea was that they were either going to be a 2-5 or a 3-4, right? 
I mm-hmm. think they would have been better off as a 2-5. I agree with because that. Because they still could have gotten a guy like Val in the third round. And then yep, they he would have been there. And then they would have had a fourth round pick to sandwich in between Mitch and Matt. And so now, yeah. instead of your top five being, you know, Martino, Val, Pollock, Pollock, Roland, it could have been Martino, Pollock, Val, maybe Jason Young and and Matt. And, and no no offense to Roland, but I just I think that's a better start to the team. I think the rating really hurt them this year as being a three four. Yeah, I agree. And and it, honestly, if they were going to start their team, and listen, Martino is very good. He's solid, and Val's been playing a good third. But if they're going to start their team with two infielders, they would have been better yeah, off the taking the bomb and blitz. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because they they they're they're more dangerous hitters. You know, you're you're asking Martino to yes. be a hitter that he's not. You know, Martino's not a three hitter as a power hitter. You know, mm-hmm. he's a he's a line to line right center doubles, triples, singles. You know, that's the kind of hitter he is. And the thing that and you're asking the bomb and blitz the edge over those two is that you know Val's going to get on base seven out of ten times, but he's not a threat on the bases. Richie and Eric, right. Richie and Eric are dangerous on the bases. I agree. You know, you could Val could hit a ball down the right field line, and he'll only be standing on first base. You know, <laughs> just doesn't he? He's slow. He doesn't. He's not aggressive on the bases, and it's you know. So for me, I just think if they were going to go two infielders, they would they would have been better off going the bomb and blitz. Yeah, I, I agree there. But I think but I like Glenn's team. I like Glenn's team there. I I, I like to see Caputo hit a little more. He, Caputo falls in love with that home run. So yeah. Um, well, he, he, but I like I like Glenn's team there. And Caputo can put it out of the swim club, but I hope he doesn't try. But yeah, he he can do it if he gets a hold of one, especially in the first inning or the fifth inning. All right, what about Laraka and Drashinsky? That's the late game at the swim club. Frank, uh, as we mentioned, coming off that shutout loss to Pingaro, uh, taking on uh, Seth's team. I like Frank's team there. Uh, I think Saglietto is going to come back and have a good game this week. He's been chatting it up on the group chat a little bit. So he's a little bit mad at himself. So I think you'll expect a big game from Saglietto there. And Santa Maria is obviously off to a hot start. So I like Frank's team there. Seth's team really doesn't scare me at all. You know, I think he's got the uh, priests up top there, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they don't really scare me at all. So I, I like Frank's team there. Yeah, solid defensively, but we'll see if Trashinsky has enough offense to compete with the LaRocca team. Uh, how about Lapine and Faris? That game is at East Francis. Uh, can Faris get his first win of the season against a good-hitting Lapine team? Yeah, that Ovox sponsorship is tough, man. They, they're off to a rocky start. Um, well, you combine, uh, <laughs> combine regular season the past two years, it is not good. No, no, no. Uh, I think I think Lapine is down Becker this week because I think he's in Florida fishing. Yeah. But... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ovox there. I'm gonna think Ovox gets off the snide and uh, and uh, I expect a big game from Jessica. So yeah. I'll take Ovox there. You hear that, Cowboy? We're picking you to win. Enjoy that. Uh, next <laughs> at Manalapin, my team, the Pizza Boys, going up against the O and three Jiffy Lube team, Goldfarb. I'm surprised with Goldfarb because I like his top of the order um, with Pargament and and Perigine and then Cordy and Denapoli. Um, I'm going to pick your team though. I think your team is solid. I like your team all the way around. And, um, I just don't, I don't know. The gold farbs are the bottom of their, their lineup is a little weak. So I'm going to take your team there. 
All right, I'll hold off comment there. I just hope that we try our best and everybody plays well and no one gets hurt. Uh, let's, <laughs> go, let's go to the Goddard-Pingaro game. Goddard, also a team looking to pick up their first win. Uh, how would they fare against AJ and that Pingaro defense? Pingaro's team is playing good right now. Um, I don't know. I think Goddard, you know, Leonardi's got to play a little better for them. I watched them play a game in the beginning of the season at Union Hill and he misplayed a ball in center field and it cost him the game. But, you know, if the guy's going to be a one, you know, he wants to hit balls out of swim club. He's got to, he's got to play a little better for, for Goddard, I think, because I don't think he's off been off, been off to a great start. Let me ask you, um, but I, I've been having this, I've been having this discussion with some guys. I think that they're playing that game at Morrow. And I think a bigger mm-hmm. infield uh, helps a team that has better defense. But would you rather have the better defense on the smaller infield or the bigger infield? Like, if you have a really strong infield, do you want them tighter and closer together? Or do you want them spaced out and backed up a little more so they could take away more hits? No, I want them on a small field playing tight. Okay. Yeah, I want that batter to stand in the batter's box and look in the infield and like, wow, there's no holes. Yeah, see no holes. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I just um, I just always I, felt like if you're playing deeper, especially if you got a good enough arm, ball it's almost like the shift in baseball. Like balls that would normally be singles are now turning into ground outs to the second baseman or turning into ground out, you know. Uh but you're right, maybe yeah. because the bases are so short, so a, a guy can beat out a ground ball to the shortstop if they're playing too deep. Yeah, the bases in this league, 60 feet bases is so small. I mean, it's just, you know, if a guy like a Blackburn, either one of them hits a the ball in the hole, it's so difficult to throw them out. I mean, it has to be perfect. Yeah. You know, so that, that, that is, I agree. I think they should split the baby. I mean, I, I've only used, I'm used to only playing on 70. So yeah. this is the first league I've ever played on in 60, but um, you know, 65, I think would be fair, but I don't know if all the fields can handle that. But, yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I like, uh, I like Pengaro's team there. I think they're hot right now. And, and AJ's AJ's playing well, and the Toronto's are playing well, so I'll take Pingaro there. Yeah, Anthony Toronto off to a scorching uh, start, so we'll see if you can keep that up. Uh, Kessler going up against Conti at the Municipal Center. What do you think? Oh, well, I think Mamone will have his guys ready to play this week, Coach Mamone. So, um, so uh, I'll take Conti there, and Kessler. Who knows? With I don't even know what state uh, Dunleavy's in or country or whatever I think he, who yeah. knows where he is he's driving his tesla to another pizza review yeah that guy is uh he has some life that guy man he's, he's but uh, yeah it. he's loving it yeah i agree god it's bless him good for him yeah but yeah i uh i'll take conti there okay demarco against polzer at union hill demarco with another union hill game I don't know who this guy bribed to have all these Union Hill games at the beginning of the year, but I guess that just means that he's not going to have any more for the remainder of the season. Well, I'm going to take a guess and say that Specchio is not going to a Somerset Patriots game this week. So I'm guessing that he will uh, he will be in attendance to this game because he missed both games last week for a Yankee game, I believe. Yeah. So I'm going to take uh, yeah I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to take Polzer on this uh, on this one. I, th- uh, I, I think, think DeMarco's both DeMarco and DeMar- Pastor should just leave their bats at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Polzer is Specchio and Polzer. They got a good team. You know, I, I like, I like Pastor and, and them there, but 
Um, I don't, I don't think DeMarco, I think he's going to want to go, you know, right after Pastor and hopefully uh, Tolzer will go right after DeMarco and it'll just be a home run fest. Who's more dangerous on Union Hill, Pastor or DeMarco? Pastor, without yeah, a doubt. Exactly. The, the answer is Pastor. He's, every hit is uh, over the fence. It's unbelievable. I've, I've been watching this guy play Pastor for a couple months now since we've been playing tournaments. And, Scott, he hits balls that have hair on them. I mean, <laughs> watching him watching him hit balls with the U-trip bats and yeah. the yellow ball, yep. he's, he's, he hit a ball that literally knocked the second baseman over. Oh, I mean, the guy just fell backwards. It, it's it's insane, but the guy is so strong. But you know, Ant, Ant's off to a great start too. He has eight hits and four of them are home runs. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't pitch to either of them on Union Hill Road. So, especially, but yeah. pastor, pastor more so than Demarco. I would never pitch the Pastor on Union Hill Road. I don't care. We'll yeah, take first base two times and then go to second the third time. There you go. There's, there's <laughs> I I said <laughs> I said that to Todd last week when we were facing Caputo. I said, don't even pitch to him. Go to first twice and go to second twice. Have yeah. a good day. Yep. Enjoy yourself. You know, because <laughs> facing those guys on Union Hill is difficult. It really is. You know, I'd rather give up two singles and two doubles than give up, you know, two home runs or, you know, they those guys can wreck a game on Union Hill. You know, DeMarco and 100%. Pastor and Caputo, you know, you, you, they could just literally wreck a game by themselves. 100%. So it's, it's, it's difficult. But I'm going to take uh, Polzer there. DeMarco's bottom in the order has been struggling. So, all right, we got one final game: Lombardi and Steinberg, also on Union Hill. This is a good game. Uh, I like this game. It's tough. I'm going to take Lombardi, though. I like Lombardi's speed, and I like the Blackburns. I'm a big Blackburn fan on both of them. They're both really good players. I, I think if this was on an open field, I'd take Lombardi. I think Union Hill. I'll take Steinberg. I mean, I just watched Richie and Eric go back-to-back over the fence last week, so maybe that's fresh in my mind, and that's why I'm yeah. thinking this way. But uh, I don't see much home run pop from Lombardi. I think they're more, you know, on an open field, dangerous with that speed, and they're more base hit guys. I would go Steinberg on Union Hill. Yeah, I like <clears throat> I like Lombardi just because his outfield takes away a lot of hits. Yeah. You know, he's got a strong outfield, Holmes and left, and Martin and JY. So he's got a – I like Lombardi there. All right, Freddie, this was fun. This was good. We'll have to do uh, – next time you're on, we'll have to do a like a Lugos power rankings or something like that. Maybe we can rank – Yeah. Not just ranking teams, but maybe we can rank some players. Yeah, I like that. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, good luck on Sunday. All right, Scotty. We'll, you got it, man. We'll see you down at the field. Later. Great stuff from Lugos. Once again, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is Marlboro Softball Talk. I want to wish all the mothers out there a very happy Mother's Day. Enjoy the games on Sunday morning. The rain is supposed to hold off until Sunday night, so we should get the games in and then go spend the rest of the day, uh, you know, celebrating moms because that's what the day is for. Thanks again to Fred. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week right here on Marlboro Softball Talk.